the second line from the top of the Amid on Yudzayin Amin Aleph. We learned yesterday there was a stira in Mishnayis between Mesechtis Tamid and Mesechtis Midas as to where the Lishkas Hatloyim was located. And as we explained yesterday, the Lishkas Hatloyim was a room that was found in the base of Mekid, and the base of Mekid was a very large area that had four separate rooms that was within that base of Mekid, which was actually situated on the northern side of the base of Mekdash. Now, in the Lishkas Hatloyim, they actually would store the sheep, and they actually would have at least six sheep that was stored in order to use them for the carbon tumen shel shacha and tumen shel ben abayim, and they were checked over there and made sure that there were no mumen on those sheep, and therefore they were ready to be brought as a carbon tumen. Now, just to recall, in Mesechtas Tumen, the mission over there said that the Lishkas Hatloyim was located on the northwest side, and that was Mefersh, and then the rest of the Mishnah in Mesechtas Tumen just told us what the other three Lishkas were in the base of Megid, but it actually didn't specify exact, exactly which space and where it was actually within the Lishkas Beis HaMaikid. However, in Mesechtas Midas, it actually is much more specific, and it actually says that the Lishkas HaTloyim was not on the northwest side, but was actually on the southwest side, and therefore there was a seer between Mesechtas Tam and Mesechtas Midas. On that, Rav Huna said to Teretz that the Mishnah in Mesechtas Midas and Mesechtas Midas in general, the Stam Mishnais in Mesechtas Midas, are going the fear of Lezben Yaakov, and that's why it says southwest, but Enoch and Amin Chacham argue on him and hold that it was in the northwest, and that's the Mishnah in Mesechtas Tam. So that was yesterday's Gemara, and the Gemara ended off and said, We brought rise to show that the Mishnayis in Mesechtas Midas are stomach of Rebbe and of course Rebbe Lez is Kavinaki. we're generally passing like Rebbe Lez Now our Gemara comes to bring another Teretz to the same question, which is that we have a steer between Mesechtas Tamid, where the Mishnah says that the Lishkas Hatlayim was in the northwest side of the Lishkas Beis Hamaikid, and in Mesechtas Midas, where the Mishnah says that it was in the southwest side. So Zakti Gemara, Vada that actually this Lishka, which is the Lishkas Hataloyim, was actually in the center of the base of Mikin. So it was actually centered in that area. It wasn't in the southwest corner. It wasn't in the northwest corner. And therefore, there's no steer between Mesechtis Tamid and Mesechtis Midas. Now, Lechari, that should be the greatest steer because it's saying it wasn't either in the northwest or in the southwest. But the Gemara explains as follows. It depends on your perspective. Someone that was walking in to the area of the base Hamaikid, which was this large area, and they would walk in, for example, from the Safin side, which is in the right side of the base Hamikdash, and that was from the Choyal side of the area called the base Hamaikid. So, from their perspective, it would seem that this Lishkas Hatlayim was further towards the south because they saw there was an empty space on the north side, and therefore, based on their perspective, they figured that this Lishkas Hatlayim was closer to the south side. It was almost like an optical illusion, as when you walk into a room and you're walking in from an angle, then you're not going to notice when something's exactly in the center, you can actually think it's closer to the other side of the room. And Zokrab Adabrader of Yitzhak, that's why in Mesechtus Midas we say that this room, the Lishkas Hatlayim, was on the southwest side of the Beis HaMekid. However, in Mesechtus Talmud, where the Mishnah says over there that the Lishkas Hatlayim was on the northwest side, it's referring to someone walking in to the Lishka of the Beis HaMekid from the south side, which means from the side that's closer to the Kaidish, which is actually Kaidish as we said yesterday, because half of this area of the Beis HaMekid was considered Kaidish and half was considered Chal, and if you're walking in from the south side, then although the Lishka Satloim was actually exactly in the center, it would still look like it was actually in the northwest side, because that optical illusion would be created where you're looking at something from an angle, it's not going to look like it's actually in the center of the room, it's going to look like it's further to the other side of the room. Now, although we just explained it, that the Lishka Satloim was actually in the center of the room, however, the Gemara says that it makes sense that this room was actually not in the center, but the Lishka 
Mishkas Hatlayim was actually closer to the southwest side of the base Hamaikid, and it wasn't in the exact center. Now, it wasn't all the way in the corner because then you would have to call it the southwest side, and Mesechus Midas would be correct. However, the Gemara is saying it was somewhere in the center, but definitely pulled closer to the southwest corner. Now, although the Gemara just said Mistavra makes sense that was close to the southwest corner, that's not really any based on any reality. However, the Gemara says, Memai, how do I actually know that the Lishka of the Lishka Satlayim was closer to the southwest corner? It wasn't exactly in the corner as we explained before. It was closer to the southwest corner. And the Gemara explains as follows. Just like we just had a question as to the actual placement of where the Lishka Satlayim was located, because as we saw in Mesech Tzatlayim, it says it was in the northwest, and in Mesech Tzatlayim, it was said it was in the southwest. We same Shaila would apply also to Lishka of Lechem Apadim. As we explained yesterday, one of the four rooms that was located in the Beis HaMakid was called the Lishkas Lechem Apadim. In that room, that's where the family of Beis Garmai would go and they would form the breads and they would actually bake the breads of the Lechem Apadim. Now, if you go back to the Gemara on Tes Zion and on Tes Vava Beis, it's clear what the steer was as to the Lishkas Hatlayim because in Mesech Tzatlayim it says clearly it was in the northwest side and in Mesech Tzatlayim it says clearly it was in the southwest side. However, we have to explain as follows. In Mesech Tzatlayim, it actually specifies exactly where all four of the Lishkas were in the Beis HaMakid. And it says, the Lishka Satlayim was in the southwest corner, the Lechem HaPanim area was in the southeast, the Lishka of the, that Ganja Beis Chashmanai Avnei Mizbech was in the northeast, and the stops leading to Beis Atfila was in the northwest corner of the Lishka's Beis HaMakid. So there, it specifies exactly that the Lishka of the Lechem HaPanim was in the southeast corner. However, in the Mishnah, in Mesech Tzatlayim, it actually doesn't specify where any of the four Lishkas were. The only one that actually specifies is that the Lishkas Hatlayim was located in the northwest corner of the Lishkas Beis HaMakid. So Lechera, we could say that Lishkas Lechem HaPadim was in the southeast corner and would actually work out with Mesech Midas. However, Rashi explains the Gemara's questions as follows. Just like in Mesech Midas, when we go and we go in order and we start with the Lishkas Hatlayim and then we go towards the right and then we say Lechem HaPadim then we say that the next one was Gonzo Beis Chashmanai Avnei Mizbech and then the steps leading to Beis Atfila all went southwest, then southeast, northeast, northwest which is going in a counterclockwise manner and it's going towards a person's right when they're looking at the base of Migdash from outside of the base of Migdash and they're therefore going towards their right side. Therefore, the same thing would apply in Mesechus Tamil as well. We know Lishkas Hatlayim was on the northwest side as the Mishnah specifies and therefore the Lishkas Chesamis would be in the southwest, the base of Micah would be in the southeast and therefore the Lechem Apanim would come out according to the Mishnahis in Mesechus Tamil would be in the northeast corner and therefore the Gemara's question is that over here in Mesechus Tamil it would seem that the Lishka of Lechem Apadim was in the northeast corner. However, Mishnayis in Mesechus Midas, it specifies, it says specifically that the Lishka's Lechem Apadim was in the southeast corner. And in order to answer the steer between the Mishnah in Mesechus Tamil and the Mishnah in Mesechus Midas as to where the Lechem Apadim chamber was located, we answered over there, Abraham Huna Breder of Shua, Maka Chash of Derachimin, or Maka Chash of Derach Small. of Shua explains that there's no question that in Mesechus Midas, the Tana over there is explaining and specifying where the four Lishka's were. And it's going in a counterclockwise manner, and it's going derechimin. As we know, he starts off and he says specifically that the lishkas atlayim was southwest. Then he speaks about the southeast corner, and then continuing towards the right, it would be the northeast corner, and then the northwest corner. And therefore, it makes sense that he's going mamish derechimin, and it's going in a counterclockwise fashion. But the manda and the tana in mesechtas tamid is only bringing all of these rooms and explaining where these rooms are situated based on looking at derechsmal in a clockwise manner. Now. Gemara will explain this in further detail, but it is very important to keep in mind that the only room that the Mishnah in Mesechus Talmud actually specified exactly where it was situated was the Lishka Satlaim, 
and it said specifically that that was on the southwest side. So we turn to Daf Yudzayin on base, and the Gemara now will explain the tariff that we just had, because just based on the words of Rav Hunabrader of Shua, they explain that we're just going and looking at it from a clockwise motion and towards the left, then it still wouldn't make sense, because then you would start with Lishka Satlayim, that the Mishnah in Mesechtis Tamid says it was on the northwest side, then you go to Chaisamas, then based on Megid, then Lechem Apanim, and the Lechem Apanim would come out on the southwest side, according to the Mishnah and Tamid, and Midas, we said specifically that the Lechem Apanim room was out on the southeast side, and therefore there's actually no terrace over here that makes sense. However, the Gemara explains as follows, I can understand the terrace and explaining how you go and you rectify the steer between the Mishnah Mesechus Tamid and Mishnah Mesechus Midas as to where the Lechem Apanim room was, because really the room was in the southeast. However, when we're looking at the Lishka Satlaim, even though the Mishnah Tamid actually specifies that it was in the northwest side, however, it was really on the southwest side, it was much closer to the southwest side. And as Rachabrid of Yitzchak explained in Amin Aleph, that in Mesechus Tamid, we still consider Lishka Satlaim that it was on the northwest side, because in relation to someone walking into the room from the south side, and from their perspective, it looks like it was in the northwest side. However, as Rav Achabrid of Yitzchak explained, Lekule Alma, everyone agrees that it was definitely closer to the southwest side. And based on this idea, we can explain why there's no stira as to where the Lishkas Lechem HaPanam was situated. As we understand, the Lishkas HaTlayim was actually on the southwest side. And then if you go towards your left and towards your counterclockwise side, you would say the Lishkas Chaisamis would be on the northwest side, the base HaMekah would be on the northeast side, and the Lechem HaPanam would be on the southeast side, which is exactly like the Mishnah Masech Zubita said, that the Lishkas Lechem HaPanam was on the southeast side. But Dr. Gemara, if you can explain that the Lishkas Hatlayim was actually on the northwest side, then there's no turrets for the Lechem HaPanim, because even if you could go towards your left and towards clockwise, you would still have a steer between the Mishnah Masech's Tamid and the Mishnah Masech's Midas, because in Midas, it says the Lechem HaPanim room was on the southeast side, and in Masech's Tamid, if you start from the northwest being the Lishkas Hatlayim, then you would go northeast would be Chesamim, southeast would be Beis HaMagin, and southwest would be Lechem HaPanim, and therefore it would still be a steer between Masech Tamid and Masech Midas. And the Gemara says, El La Shmamina, it must be, Bemaravis Dreamus Havai Shmamina, it's a good raya. Vert Gemara, Vamama, Kalpinashatapani, Loyo Alderkim Lemizach. Look here, we just said that the Mishnah in Masech Tamid is explaining where the four Lishkas were in the base of Megid by going toward the left, Derech Smal, which is clockwise. However, we know that there's a Klal, then we always go Derechimin, which is towards the east, or like we said before, that would be exactly like the Mishnah in Masech Midas went, where they went counterclockwise, Derechimin. But the Gemara answers, Hani the only way and the only time we said such a cloud is only when a person is in the middle of a vayda. For example, like we said before, the claim that's coming off of the Mizbech and walking down the Kefesh, he always walked towards his right. It's only giving a cheshben to tell you where rooms are when not makbid on going right or left. It's not actually someone walking there. It's just telling you where something's located and therefore you could go either towards your right or towards your left. And there is no nafkamida. And the Gemara continues, we learned in our Mishnah that the Kain Gadol and Yom Kippur has to do all of the vaydas. However, we also learned that during the entire year the Kohen Gadol has the right to go choose to go and be mak of any carbon he wants he also has the right to take any chalik of the Kabbalists first the Gemara says Tanar Abba we learned what does it mean he's mak of chalik he could say I want to bring this this mincha I want to bring and no one could be meicha what does it mean the Kohen Gadol takes a chalik he says I want to take the basa of this carbon or the Kohen Gadol could say, I want to take the basa of this Asham. Now the Gemara continues, that we know on Shavuos we bring a carbon called the Shteh Lechem, and the 
Kayin Gadol could take one of the Chalais of the Shtei Chalais. And we'll explain that in a minute. But it means he gets 50% of the two Chalais. And every Shabbos, where we had 12 Lechma upon him, he could take four or five of them. And we'll explain them in further detail in the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Rabbi that he doesn't take four or five. He always takes five. Shinema, that it'll be for Aaron and for his children. Rebbe learns that the Kain Gadol always gets 50% of the Lechem Ampadim, and therefore, on every single Shabbos, he will get five of the Lechem Ampadim. And the Gemara is, We said that the Kain Gadol takes one of the Chals of the Shtei Lechem. Money, who's that sheet that says you get 50%? Rebbe, that's going like Rebbe sheet that says, As he said, that you get half of all the Lechem. Let's see the second one, the middle case of the Brisa. The middle case was about the Lechem upon him. We said, that the Kayin Gadol gets either four Lechem or five Lechem from the Lechem upon him every single week. The Gechayer, Asan Rabban, the Amri Leishal Kopagal, the Gechayer is going to Kondra Rabban that hold that you don't get half of all the Lechem, you get a little bit less than half. So the Gemara says, Aim Masefa, now let's see the last case. Rebbe, I mean, now Rebbe comes himself and says, you should always get five Lechem upon him. So it comes out, Reisha Masefa Rebbe, in this price, so the ratio would be Rebbe, like we said, you get one of those Shteya Lechem, and the safe is Rebbe because you get five of the Lechem upon him, and it's Yosu Rabbanon, and it comes out, the middle one is Rabbanon, they say you either get four, or you get five. So Abai, Abai explains as follows, Reisha Mitzvah Rabbanon, the first case by Shteya Lechem and Mitzvah, and the case by Lechem upon him, we are, we said Rabbanon hold, you get either four or five, that's going to Rabbanon. Now, we understand why the Mitzvah is Rabbanon, because of course, Rabbanon say, sometimes you get four, and sometimes you get five, as we'll explain on Yudchesom and Alf, because you're not getting exactly half of the Lechem upon him. However, but again, by Shteya Lechem, when Rabbanon, or the Tanakhama says over there, you get one of the two Shteya Lechem, Lechari, that's 50%, and that's going like Rebbe. So the Gemara explains, when Moed Rabbanon, Rabbanon agree, but again, Shteya Lechem, but Prusa, when you're going to have to break off a piece, the Lav Eich it's not proper to give a broken off piece to the Kain Gadol, and therefore, since you only have two Shteya Lechem, the Kain Gadol actually gets one, even though it's 50%, and generally, you should get less than 50%. And we turn to Tafshit Chesam and Alf, and the Gemara now will explain, but again, why do Rabbanon say that sometimes you get four and sometimes the Kain Gadol gets five? And the Gemara is, what's Pshan Rabbanon? That they say you're either going to get four or you're going to get potentially five according to Rabbanon, but again, the Lechem upon him. So the Gemara says it's based on a different machlokes between Rabbanon and Rabbi Huda, and therefore the Rabbanon is saying, depending on which sheet do you hold, like either like Rabbanon or like Rabbi Huda, that's going to determine if the Kain Gadol gets either four of the Lechem upon him or he'll get five of the Lechem upon him. Now, prior to learning the next Gemara, let's just say a few ideas that's relevant to the Lechem upon him. Number one, there were 24 Mishmaris in the base of Middash. Each Mishmar served for a week at a time. Their shift change was actually on Shabbos morning after they brought the carbon Tamil Shashacha and the carbon Musaf. And therefore, the Mishmar that was going out at that point did and performed the carbon Tamil Shashacha and the carbon Musaf. And then the new Mishmar came in for the afternoon and did the Tamil Shashacha for example. In addition, as we know, the Lechem upon him was taken off of the Shulchan every single Shabbos and then the new Lechem Apanim was placed on the Shulchan on Shabbos and when you took off the Lechem Apanim you split it between the Kainim of the Mishmah. Now who got it? It was the Kainim of the Mishmah that left and the Kainim of the Mishmah that's coming that would split up all of the Lechem Apanim. Now of course since there are 12 Lechem Apanim really the Mishmah Hayyotzi the Mishmah that's leaving should get 6 Lechem Apanim and the Mishmah Nichnas should get 6 Lechem Apanim because they should split it evenly. However there's also another Machlekes. There's Machlekes between Rabbanon and Buddha we're going to see if the group that was actually coming in to perform the new Avoidah and the new Mishmah would get an extra two 
lechem because they had a din that they had to close up the gates of the base of Middash every single night. And therefore that night, even though the Mishmar that left was the one who opened up the gates, they would have the job which was tedious to close up those gates. And therefore we would give them wages for that closing and we would give them two of the lechem and that's what they would get in addition to their regla. And therefore when you have 12 lechem, if two of them go to the Mishmar that came in for their wages, then you would only be left with 10 lechem and you split evenly. Five to the Mishmar you'd say five to the Mishmar Nichlis. The Mishmar Nichlis also got two extra and therefore it was actually imbalanced and it was seven to the Mishmar HaNichlis and five to the Mishmar HaYaytzeh. That's going to be the Shita Rabbi Yudah. Now with that introduction, let's go and learn it inside in the Gemara. Now the Gemara is going to be going according to the Mandarma, not like Rabbi that you split 50-50. However, the Kayin Gadol gets a little bit less than the rest of the Kayin. And therefore the Gemara says as follows, the Rabbanan the Ami, according to the Rabbanan that hold, Nichlis Neitel Sheish, that the Mishmar that came in gets six of the Lechem upon him, the Yaytzeh Neitel Sheish, and the Mishmar that's on the way out takes six of the Lechem upon him, and no one takes any benefit or any wages for closing up of the gates during Shabbos day and therefore and the Kayin Gadol therefore is coming to split from 12 of the Lechem upon him and therefore therefore you take one less than half and you're only going to get five of the Lechem upon him and that's Pshat when the Rabbanan just said Chamesh means in this case a coin to Rabbanan however the Rabbi Yudah a coin to Rabbi Yudah holds that the Mishmah that comes in for Shabbos they actually take seven because they get five regular plus they get two because of the Shah of Hagafas losses of closing up the doorways of the base of English and they therefore hold that there's only five left and the Mishmah Yetzir gets five now if the Kohen Gadol wants to take from the Lechem upon him all he has to take from is only the ten that's being split between the Kohen that are Nechdasin and the Mishmahs that are Yetzir because then the two that are wages that's not part of the Cheshbon that's something that they're being paid for and it's not something they're getting as a Chalik from the Lechem upon him Therefore, since we hold Batzacharim and Pagal, you also always have to have less than half for the Kayin Gadol, the Shaklabar, and therefore he gets four because there are ten left. You take off one, he only gets four. That's the Chalik of the Kayin Gadol, and the Chalik of the Mishmah Nichtas, the Mishmah Yaitse, in that case, would only be six. And they split it up three for the Mishmah Yaitse, and five for the Mishmah Nichtas, which would be three plus the two of Hagafis Blossoms. Rava Amar, Rava says, no, Kula Rabbi, where are you going, Quint Rabbi, that the Kayin Gadol always gets Mamish half, the Savlak Rabbiuda, and the Bryce is going. Mamish like Rabbi Yudah, who holds that the Mishmah Nichlas gets two extra because of the Schag of his losses, as we just explained. And therefore, really, for the entire Mishmah of Nichlas and Yaitzeh, there's really ten Chalas left over. And Lechir, if you're going like Rabbi, where the Kayin Gadol should get half, therefore the Kayin Gadol really should get five of these Chalas. Lechir, we do have a case where you have four Chalas. Lechir, the Kayin Gadol should always get five. And that Gemara says, like Kasha, Hada Ika Mishmah Misakiv, Hada Leka Mishmah Misakiv. And the Gemara will explain this in a moment, but let's understand what it means of Mishmar Masakim. The Zin is by Yantiv. The Seder Mishmars was actually cancelled and all the Kanam came to be early regal and they did that void in the base of Middash. Now if Yantiv started on Sunday or ended on a Friday then all the Kanam were in the base of Middash because the next day after Yantiv is Shabbos or because the day before Yantiv started with Shabbos and therefore Bakarachov they had to be there and because all the Kanam actually had to be there the Din is that they share in all of the 12 Chalas of the Lechem Panum since they had no choice but to be in Yishlaim. and of course this is the Din of Shabbos and Mamish on Yantiv itself then the Kayhanim would there to be Euler Egel would share in all of the 12 houses and doesn't go to the Mishmah Nichtas or to the Mishmah Yaitzeh. However, if Yantiv starts on a Monday and the Kayhanim really could have arrived on Yushlaim on Sunday or Yantiv ended on Thursday and the Kayhanim really could have left Yushlaim on Friday and they didn't have to be in Yushlaim on Shabbos but they chose to be there, the din is that this group which we'll call the Mishmah Hamasakev received this uh, distribution of two Chalis of the Lechem upon him. So based on this, if there's actually such a case where Yant 
Yantav starts on a Monday or Yantav ended on a Thursday, then the actual Mishmaris, the Mishma Nichtas and Mishma Yetzeh, would actually only start off with 10 Lechman Panam that could be distributed between those two groups. And then Lefir Abiyuda, there would actually be only eight to distribute because the Mishma Nichtas would take two Bishagafis losses, as we explained before. And therefore, the Gemara explains as follows It is this case where there's a Mishma Misakim, Mishmaini Bailam there's only eight left to be split up because two of them went to Mishma Misakim and two of the Chalas went to the Mishma Nichtas because of Sharagafis losses. And therefore, Bishaklabar, the Kain Gadol, gets half because we're going like Rabbi. And therefore, he gets four of the Lechma Panim. However, if it's not a case of Yantra that came next to Shabbos, then then there will be actually 12 Lechman Panim, but two of them go to the Mishman Nichlas because of Skagov's losses, and therefore you remain with 10, and therefore Chamish, then since we're going like Shittas Rebbe, the Kohen Gadol will get exactly half, and you'll get five. If we're saying that this is going like Rebbe, then the end of Bryce, which we called before the Sefer, we said Rebbe said, always the Kohen Gadol will get five. That's not true, we just explained that sometimes the Kohen Gadol will get five, and sometimes the Kohen Gadol will get four. Zakhtimara Kasha, and we will end over here.